Welcome to another chaotic night of the Independence Gang. It's a Friday night. There is no JV. The amazing Kimberly, who's been here all week, along with the amazing Trish, who's been here all week, with the amazing JR, who's been here for two nights in a row, covering for JV, because it takes three people to cover for that man. I'm not saying he's fat. I'm just saying it just takes three people to cover for his brain because it runs so fast. You know, I I, I only have one bug to deal with, which is why we're uh, four minutes late. I can't get Foxhole to launch. I don't know why. It won't launch. Uh, so that's not a bad bug. Uh, Trish, how are you doing? It's been so long since we've seen you. I'm, I'm not. It's been such Wednesday. It's been like, what, a whole 48 hours. I know. Like This is crazy. This is insane. It's JR? good. It's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. I'm done. I'm ready Time for to get weekend. drunk. Be stupid. Tackle some alligators. <laughs> Wrestle some alligators. JR, two, da- two, two, two shows in a row. Is that okay? Is your producer good with that, or is she asking for a raise? The producer is always asking for a raise. But I'm not dodging any alligators, so all good. Okay, there we go. All right, so um, so JV today texted me. Uh, I, I guess after I guess J- uh, uh, our illustrious leader uh, Biden talked to the 82nd Airborne today, and uh, JV was uh, beside himself. Apparently, he's sick, laying in bed in the Bahamas in a hammock with a mai tai in his hand. But I mean, I mean, he's at home in New York in his bed with a fever. Um, and he said, oh, my God, you got to watch this thing. You got to clip clips out of it for the show tonight. So, all right, when I get home, I'll take a look at it. Hey, everybody, JV here. Please take a minute and consider supporting the program. Our expenses are going up just like everyone else's. And it takes a lot to bring the show to you five nights a week. So we'd appreciate you going to the website, independencegang.com. Click on the Donate tab, or you can just type in independencegang.com slash donate. And spend a minute considering giving us a gift to help us fund our operations here. The Independence Gang is a labor of love, but there are expenses associated with it, and we appreciate your help. Well, I got about three minutes into it, and I was like, I, 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 no, 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 no. I am not doing this. So we are all going to suffer through it. So just so everybody understands. Oh, hello, everybody in chat and uh, the the feeds that are watching us and where you can watch us. Oh, by the way, we got nuked. We got suspended off of YouTube. So my channel, we have a strike. I forgot about that. So there is no YouTube tonight. So apparently we are only on Gitter, DLive, Twitch, and Rumble. So we got nuked off of YouTube already on my channel oh, uh, because we, we, we said something about the 2020 election. Well, apparently, according to Google and YouTube, we are not allowed to talk about the 2020 election. It was a couple shows ago. They're a little behind. Um, so uh, we got nuked. We got, a, we got another suspension, another censorship. It's amazing. But that's okay. Let them kick everybody off their platforms. We're just going to go make a cool party somewhere else. They just don't understand how that works. A new, a new, um, an alternative, an alternate economy will, uh, will, uh, will arise. So anyway, so yeah, there we go. I forgot about that too. Fun times. All right. Anyway, so for all the little kiddies, at, uh, for all the kiddos at home, this is how it works. I'm going to start playing uh, the Joe Biden speech. Now, I, on my side, I can see all three of them in Windows. So whenever you have something to say... Put your finger up, and I will then pause the video, and we will discuss whatever. That finger works greatly, actually. Um, also, if it kind of, if I feel like there's a subject change, I'll pause it, and then we can talk about what he just said. But this is only about eight minutes long, and I figured instead of me going through and cutting it up, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you guys experience the eye bleed that JV actually goes through because he works on these things all day long, and I got three minutes into it, and I said, no, I'm not doing that. I refuse. You cannot pay me enough to watch this man. And when you see this thing take off, you'll understand why. The only first little bit of note I'm just going to say because I got three minutes in, just let's 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 reminisce first about let's just reminisce about how amazing the last president was and how he was greeted by the troops. So I'm just going to play this quick little clip, and then we're going to go right into Joe Biden. Good afternoon, everybody. How's everybody doing? That was weak and infirm. How's everybody doing? All right, all right. 
You know, when you get the question like that, you're supposed to knock the top of the roof off. I want to make sure nobody's sleeping out there. What was that? He walked into the room and no one said a thing. Because he sucks. I mean, but honestly, this is the military. I've, even when Barack was, Obama walked into the room, they would cheer. That's mandatory. Fun. Listen, those they were probably told they had to be there. They probably weren't there because they wanted to be. They were told, you will be there and you will do, you will cheer and you will, but that's, but they have to be told. Like, now it's the, like, please clap. It's like Jeb Bush. Please clap. That's, oh, that's, that's basically right. what's going that. on. Please. Remember that? No, yeah. it reminds me of a, yeah, it reminds me of a game show where they, the sign goes up, enthusiastic cheer. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, yeah. supposed to respond to the sign. <laughs> yeah, or, or the it, applause still, sign. It, yeah, it still didn't work. No, no that, I mean the contrast. That was that was pretty pathetic. I mean, really, that was is, pre- that was. It tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Right, and, and you know that mm-hmm. those troops were handpicked to be there. Handpicked to be there. Now I don't know. After about the first three minutes, I don't know how far the camera goes, but just also pay attention to the camera angle. How it doesn't really show anybody. But I just thought it was amazing that uh, this is Millie's, right? Uh, the 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 Secretary of Defense, the one that wears the shield and the the garb and the earmuffs and the Darth Vader. Th- that, that that's this guy speaking right now, right? And no, no that's one, not Millie. No one's giving him respect. No, no, no. Respect. That's not Millie. No, who is that? Millie's a white guy. Well, who, which one is this guy? I'm pointing to him on know. the screen. He's the one that wears the face shield, right? In the in the. Oh, right? yeah, him. I think so. Uh, yeah, what the uh, hell is his name? Anyway, I'm just, he, he walks out there and he's like, he's like, um, um, he, he's like, I don't know, I'm just amazed that he had to say that was infirm, uh, applaud more for me or the president or whatever. I don't know, it was, it was amazing. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, what we'll a started. They don't again. respect him either. No, they don't. All right, we're going to keep moving forward. I want to introduce a very special guest that uh, needs no introduction. Uh, would just like for you to know one thing from your Secretary of Defense. And that is, every day that I talk to my boss, he asks about how you're doing and whether or not you have what you need to be successful. And, and uh, he is concerned about you and focused on you each and every day. So I want you to hear that from me because it's the uh, God, uh, God's honest truth and, uh, and it's, it's who he is. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce the President of the United States. No one stands up. Oh, my God. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Oh, wait. Are you, are you, calling, for the, are you calling for a comment? Yes. Golf, Golf club. Yeah, first of all, it's, it's Lloyd Austin, by the way, who's up okay. there speaking. Okay, Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin. Austin yeah. and, and that was the most pathetic, like, golf clap I've ever seen. Like, people didn't clap like that for Trump. Oh, they went nuts. Never. Never. Never oh. would you see this. When no, Trump was introduced, golf club. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, now, that. Look at look that at to the right. Pathetic. There's only one, two, three. I see maybe four rows of soldiers there. Just four rows. I mean, when I yeah, was going through video to find those clips of Trump and the cheering, I mean, when he was like doing the, the the soup kitchen thing when he went over to Afghanistan and he fed them Thanksgiving, it was like it was like 19 rows deep. They couldn't get any more in because the tent ran out of room. Just to have him put Turkey on their, you know, pl- I, mean, I don't know. This is 83 million votes. Are, are we sure? Are we Are we still going with 83 million votes? Is that what we're doing? All right, moving on. Don't jump. You guys are used to jumping. Don't jump. Holy anyway, crap. Thanks for letting me come and say hello to you all. You know, uh, I've been saying this jump. a long time. Oh, now you're giving okay, me the double so- birds. Yeah, there's people up in the gallery, and the fact that he would make a joke about military members committing suicide is probably the most tone-deaf comment ever. Yeah. Like, we, that, oh my God. This is the commander Oh my God, is that what he meant? Military. Yes, there were people up in the gallery, up on the second level, who were watching, and he was telling them not to jump. Now, it is the 82nd Airborne, and that's what they do. They jump out of perfectly good working planes. Yeah, but they always have parachutes strapped to their asses, so That's it's true not too. like. That's true too. So, but you're right. Wow. Did you see there was only what three that... rows or two and a half rows? Yeah, in there the... were three rows of people. Yeah, that's insane. That is. Insane. But to make now... a joke about military people committing suicide is yeah. su- that is like the most tone deaf thing ever. Yeah. 
I mean, even if he was in the most um, in the most uh, generous of translations of what he did, even if it was just airborne parachutes, they jump. Airborne. If yeah. Trump were to have done that, it would be wall to wall on most of the networks about how Trump was uh, insensitive to the plight of the soldiers that are committing suicide. Uh, exactly. All right, moving on. Time and the people who travel with me know that because uh, I was a senator for 36 years, the Foreign Relations Committee, traveled around the world, and eight years as vice president, now president. And, uh, you know, uh, a couple things. First of all, thank you. You represent 1% of the American people. None of you have to be here. You all decided to be here for your country. Every one of you volunteered. Every single one of you. Look at the people up. in the background just looking and up, the rest, looking the around, kind of chatting. The rest of the country, including me, owes you and owes you big, number one. Number two, you know, uh, we're a unique oh, country. The two people in many having a ways. conversation, totally not even paying and attention. We're the only country, the only country in the world not based, organized based on geography or ethnicity or religion or race or anything else. We're based on an idea. Wait. Literally, the only country in the world nope. based on an idea. If, if this is true what he's saying, then why the hell did he say he would only nominate a black female to SCOTUS? If we're not about race or gender or any or ethnicity or anything like that, then why did he say that he would only nominate a black woman to SCOTUS? That's good observation. Just, well, a, a, a woman that she can't define because we don't know what a woman is anymore, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. If, if You know, I heard uh, if you can't define what a woman is, how are you going to define the law and what the law means? It's just insane. But you well, are the right. only reason she was nominated again. Well, yeah, she was a he black was, woman. Yeah, he was. So she has to know what a woman is. Trish, don't you know how politics works? He was pandering yeah, at the I time do. to and get votes so he could be nominated. Absolutely. You know, and she's had... pandering as her ass off. Although I do have to say that um, Spartacus there was doing the much better job of pandering for her, as he was totally kissing her ass mm. and licking her boots during yeah, the confirmation he, hearings. But and then he cried. Jerry, you got something to say? You look like you're perplexed. I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm looking at the background of all those, you know, the 40 people behind him there and the camera angle. Half of them aren't paying attention. There is zero excitement that the fact that the president of the United States has showed up. And this is the beginning of his speech, which is monotoned and pointless. And this is, I mean... I don't know who his speechwriters are, but it's a pathetic beginning to what I'm sure is going to be worse. But uh, fire away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. At least he got, least he got his resume in there. All women you know? were created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Sounds corny, but it's the truth of who we are. We've God, never so lived up corny. To it. Great. We've never walked away from it. And the rest of the world looks to us. Because, you know, we not only lead by... Wait, the... did, did he just call... The, the... He called the Declaration of Independence corny. Fuck him, dude. Like, fuck, seriously. I, see, this is see, this is this is why I I couldn't do it. I was like, no, no, I do not know how JV goes through this shit and doesn't eat a bullet. I don't know how he does it because this is this is the opposite of trying to talk someone out of jumping. This is gonna maybe that's why he was telling him make about to people jump. jump. I'm about to maybe. be bored. I'm about to be boring and scary. All right, going on. Example of our power but by the power of our example. And your generation combines both. The rest of the world looks at you and sees who you are. They see you are a multi-ethnic group of Americans that are in fact together and united in one resolve to defend your country and to help those who need help. That's why you're here. I spent a lot of time in Ukraine when I was a senator and vice president. I've spoken to lot oh. in the days when they in fact Whoa, 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 wait, wait. He spent a lot of time in the wait, wait, wait. I don't think he spent no time. He didn't know any of these people in the Ukraine that Hunter had business with because he'd never spent mm. No no no. Dude. He was there in twenty fourteen for the coup. He definitely was there in twenty fourteen for the coup. Just the but coup. That's not a that lot our of, yeah. country stage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, it's because so we, we can't even make it for the, the first three we can't even make it through the first fucking three minutes. Is he it's, is he saying it the, sounds it sounds like an eulogy, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like it's a it's somber like... event. And, uh, blah, blah, blah. But is he uh. saying the quiet part out loud? <laughs> is that what's going on here? The quiet part. He—they're telling him, "Don't say this, don't say that, don't say this," and he goes out there and he says that and this and that. 
right? And this he's been doing the- that all week. Guy, remember, he said something about the new world order. Oh, that's he right. He said something about mm-hmm. st- food shortages. And, and well, mm-hmm. there's more that he'll be saying here. But he's been saying stuff. And, of course, I always think everything's intentional. So it's, it's sort of slipping it in and making people freak out. But, yeah, he's been saying stuff. I think he's foreshadowing of stuff that's going to be happening. Person. That's crazy, and then and then just one other thing that I don't understand. We have we have we're the largest, richest country in the world apparently, and we can't get him a wireless microphone. He's got to drag around a cord. So now we're gonna give an old man something to trip over. I mean, was that done on purpose? Uh, one can hope. Didn't have what you call democracy, and was there in the Madan when the former leader had to take off and head up into Russia, and uh, so you know with the Ukrainian people. Ukrainian people have a lot of backbone. They have a lot of guts, and I'm sure you're observing it. And I don't mean just the military, which is we've been training since back when they uh, Russia moved into uh, in, in the southeast southeast um, Ukraine, but also the average citizen. Look at how they're stepping up. Look at how they're stepping up. And you're going to see when you're there. Some of you have been there. You're going to see women. What, what 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 was did, did he just say when you're when there? When you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to see some of you are going to be there. What you're going to see when you're there. Didn't he just Boots say the, the White ground? House didn't the White House just say today that if if Russia uses chemical weapons that that is a they would do something about it that we would do something about it. And now you mean the chemical we weapons from our labs? Or whatever. We don't know what the something is, but well, they're trying—they're trying to say that Russia's using white phosphorus, and that's not necessarily on the chemical weapons, but they're trying to add it or something like that. Um, there's a really wicked white phosphorus grenade that's pretty effective at clearing rooms and tunnels and caves. Um, but he literally just said, "When you're there to the 82nd Airborne," because mm-hmm. they're going there. He will be sending them. That, that's basically what he just said. He's like, you're going there because we're going to send you. He's going to he's going to send our American soldiers to fight side by side with the Nazis. With the neo-Nazis. That's We're allowed right. to be on Facebook. That's right. Oh, I don't even call them neo because they they're bred from the original Nazis from World War Two. I don't even call them neo-Nazis. Yeah. And and uh, JV's correcting me in, in uh, Gitter chat. He said that what they said was that we would respond in kind. So so let me get that's, that straight. Yep. So. So if if one guy throws a mustard gas grenade, we're gonna throw one back. So two wrongs make a. Uh, is that what that means? That okay, if they're gonna use chemical weapons, we'll use chemical weapons. I mean that that's a a weird way to say it, but maybe so. I don't know. You never know with this guy. I don't know. I'm still tripping that he said when you're there that he literally said that out loud because they've been saying we're not going. You know we don't want to go to war. We're not gonna go to war. We don't want to go to war. But now Russia's going to hear that, but then maybe that's what Russia wants to hear. Maybe Russia wants... Man, this is insane. All right, moving on. Young people standing, standing in the middle of the front of the damn tank, just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. They're incredible. But they take a lot of inspiration from us. And you know, a woman who just died, the Secretary of State, used to have an expression. She said, we are the essential nation. It sounds like the woman who just hyperbole, died. but the truth of the matter is... He the woman remember. who just because he couldn't remember Madeline Albright's name. The, the woman? woman who just died. Which the one? Woman? There's a lot of oh. women who just died. Like, which one in particular would you like to discuss? Wow. Right. This I mean, guy, he's a walking zombie. Like, literally a zombie. The woman that Madeline Albright, who I hate, but I knew her name at least. I shouldn't say I hate. I just disagreed with everything that she said or did. I guess it doesn't necessarily mean hate, but uh, wow, the woman that just died. You are the organizing principle around which the rest of the world is, the free world is moving. We're in the midst of, and I don't want to sound too philosophic here, but you're in the midst of a fight between democracies and and, and, and oligarchs. Xi Jinping, we are an oligarchy, you tell me dick. The world leader points out to me he believes in China that democracies can't succeed in the 21st century. The reason is things are moving so fast, change is happening so quickly that democracies require consensus. 
and we can't put together consensus as quickly as autocrats can. So what's at stake, not just in what we're doing here in Ukraine to try to help the Ukrainian people and keep the massacre from continuing, but beyond that, massacre. What's at stake what do you mean massacre? B. What do you mean? First, go ahead, Kim. But first of all, we are an oligarchy. I'm sorry, but I know a lot of people don't realize this, but nobody is running this. We're not a fucking democracy and we're not a goddamn constitutional republic oh yeah we pretend we are we elect people oh yeah they go to congress we pay them they they're not the people that are running anything or pushing all the buttons and then he talks about ukraine as if they're trying to be a democracy sure you can pretend they're trying to be a democracy but Zelensky has been running it like an a, a dictatorship himself he's an authoritarian piece of crap too they have all their oligarchs as well good lord almighty trish you want to add jr before i go back into it i'm sorry i am literally just floored at how little he's saying with so many words (laughs) (laughs) jr anything i i i'm just thinking this the contrast of, of what you showed with Trump in the, the first 20 seconds there. And th- this should be the most inspirational moment that the guy has here a month into this this conflict. And he should be firing up the troops, showing American su- you know, support, encouraging them in every way. And I think I'm at a conference where the topic that... I have to go to the speakers, right? And this is the guy that, oh, I don't really care about, but I still got to go to this speaker. And you're basically not even paying attention because he's so boring. That's what this reminds me of. Right. And, and just for people that are watching that don't really know, the, the one of the things for the show for JV and I is, is we're just regular people. JV's retired. I still swing a hammer. Uh, uh, Trish is a professor. Uh, JR comes from the banking industry, from money, from finance. And uh, uh, Kimberly, what? How do you? How would you describe what you do? I'm in IT. You're in IT. So she's a yeah. She, oh yeah, that's right. You are IT. You're you're a hacker. And 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 Kimberly's a hacker. So that's kind of <laughs> she should, a hacker. She so should just, be. She should be our producer, actually. Exactly. We are just regular people from all walks of life, um, just commenting on what we're watching from our president. What's what are your kids and grandkids going to look like in terms of their 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 freedom? What's happening? last 10 years have been fewer democracies have been formed than we've lost in the world. So this is a, what you're engaged in is much more than just whether or not you can alleviate the pain and suffering of the people of Ukraine. We're in a new phase. Your generation, we're in an inflection point. Five minutes left. About every four or five generations, it comes along and changes. Fundamental change takes place. The world ain't going to be the same, not because of Ukraine, but I'm not going to be the same. 10, 15 years from now in terms of our organization. Oh, gee. Yeah, like, you know you're going to have the New World what Order in. This is the most fucking depressing thing I have ever heard. We're oh, on yeah. the brink of war, and he sounds it's like the morgue. teacher from fucking Charlie Brown. I'm going to back this he's up. Not, Go ahead, Jeff. He's not even that good. No, he's you're not right. Even that good. <laughs> I would rather watch the peanuts. I'm going to back this up five seconds. Watch the people in the very background. They're having a full-on conversation. So I'm, I'm coming back in, and it's literally probably about eleven o'clock, on the if you're looking at a clock. All right, here we people go. People, Ukraine. We're in a new Let's phase. Two dudes back there, just having a full-on Your conversation back there. We're in an inflection point. About every four or five generations, what do you, what do you want to get ham sandwiches? changes. Fundamental change takes place. When's our tea time tomorrow? The world ain't going to be the same, not because of Ukraine, but I, I'm not going to be the same 10, 15 well, years from now in terms of our organizational structures. And the question is, who's going to prevail? Democracy is going to prevail. On the, Look at the guy the twiddling his thumbs share, just to the left of uh, autocracy is going to Austin, Miles, of Austin. whatever. Yeah. That's really what's at stake. So what you're doing is consequential, really consequential. And as I said uh, to a group in the dining room, you all in the child by mess hall. The fact of the matter. Oh wait, wait. wait. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the mess hall. Can we stop for a second? I don't. What was the mess let's, hall? Let's talk. Let's talk about the mess hall. Okay. So it's understood in the military world that the commander eats last. Right. It's just one of those things. It's a little. It's just a tradition. He literally got his pizza, sat down, and started chowing down, and 
all the our, all the like enlisteds were all staring at him like what? did that just happen is he, is he eating before what yeah like this is the commander in chief of our military and he doesn't even know anything about military traditions military customs what ha he has no fucking clue wait there's one other thing too about the mess hall it's friday and he's Catholic, and he ate meat. Mm. Oh my <laughs> during god! During Lent. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. But he's Fuck. a good Catholic. Yeah, he's a good Catholic. All right. Not hyperbole. <laughs> you are the finest fighting force in the history of the world. Let me say it again: the finest fighting force in the history of the world. Okay, what do you think Marine the guy Corps over, got his, over to say his right that. shoulder is thinking right now? <laughs> the guy. Look, look at the guy. Kill me now. Watch. I'm gonna back this up a kill little bit. Kill me now. Watch him. Just right over his right shoulder. Oh. The matter is that you are looking up. Finest, What's going on up there? Maybe he's he's looking for anybody to make sure they're not going to jump off and kill themselves from boredom. <laughs> Let me say it again. The finest fighting force in the history of the world. Yeah, dude, the Marine Corps got something to say about that. So much for the last 20 years. It's for real. There's not many generations. You know, the greatest generation was my father's generation, your grandfather's generation. World War II generation. Yeah, because but you and Obama kept sending them everywhere no to fight your fucking wars. So you can launder your dirty money. Battle, have your buddy blown if up, they weren't thinking about jumping before, the they are now. And saddle up and go for another six months. Second time I flew in, I've been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan about uh, 40 times, 30 sometimes, 38 times. Yet he doesn't go to our southern really? border. Yeah, not to our southern border, but uh, Iraq, Afghanistan. Um, why, to grift? To grift? Oh, that's right. Your brother, your brother who's never built a, a thing in his life, got a multi-billion dollar mm. government contract to build housing in Iraq when you were overseeing it. Wow. And here I am still swinging a hammer at 52. And every time I'd go in, I'd see, like the last time I flew in, and I flew in on, I'm up in the cockpit when I was landing in Bagram. And I, there were six people came up with the cargo, basically, when I was flying. And I said, how many of you is your first tour of duty? Not one person raised their hand. Second tour, not one person. Third tour of duty, three. Fourth, one. Fifth one and sixth one. That's never happened before. Yes. I just what was the fucking oh, point? A, Whoops, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I just I just did a fact check. When he was campaigning in 2019, Biden said that he'd been to Iraq and Afghanistan over 30 times. This was in 2019. And that was fact checked at that time. And the correct number was 21. So again, we go back to Biden is still, again, exaggerating everything to make him sound more important. So... Oh, man, I got nothing good to say about this dude. Nothing. Yeah. He's a liar. Yeah, and I mean, like, wow, I don't understand. You had something, uh, uh, Kimberly? No, I was just trying to figure out what his point was. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Think he had a point. Even JV put a big huh question mark in his uh, yeah, I, in the chat. And uh, uh, Kater, 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 oh, wow, I can't. Uh, was Kate Marion. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kate Marion's, how embarrassing. Oh, my God, I can't with Sleepy Joe. There we go. One thing to go in and be in the middle of a battle, go home and get sent back again. And so one of the things I've said, and I've gotten in trouble for saying, but not anymore. I've been saying it from, since I've got elected. We have a sacred obligation. Only one obligation is government. We have a lot of obligations to, to the elderly, the poor, children, etc. Only one sacred obligation. Equip those that we send to war to care for them and their families when they come home. And so you all are an amazing group of women and men. And I just want to thank you for your service. As your commander in chief, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. As I said, oh, it sounds so sincere. I, I, uh, my son spent a year in Iraq. He spent oh, six months here in Kosovo. Oh, fuck off. Story. Oh. Medal and other awards. Proudest thing I ever did was put that uniform on. Like now tell us about Hunter. Didn't to go either. He was the Attorney General of the State of Delaware and the Delaware National Guard. And oh, what shut happened up. was when his unit we was going to be sent 
overseas. He had to go to Washington. And, and then is he mumbling more? Is he mumbling more and more as we're going through this? Is he going downhill? Or am I imagining that? Maybe he's got a dick in his mouth. Jesus. Literally, nobody's paying attention. Sorry, I thought I was still on mute. <laughs> I actually thought I was still on mute. No, no, you're not. No, we can hear everything you're saying. Oh my god! <laughs> the people in the background are absolutely hilarious, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. they 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 can't wait for this to be done. They're... They they all look like they're at like it's like that feeling that parents have when they're at like a recital or a play that their kids are putting on. And like, you can tell the parents are just like, oh my God, this is horrible. Okay, we're just gonna stand here and pretend that we're paying attention. Oh God, when's it gonna end? Yeah. Like, literally, right, that's what they this... all look like. All right, let's finish this out. We got a couple and, more minutes. Uh, minute 58. Oh. It had to be federal property or state property. He was the attorney general of the state. Had to give up the office in order to be able to go with his troops. The point is, but there were hundreds and thousands of people like my son, like all of you. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's not only what you're doing to help the Ukrainian people. It's not only what you're doing to help Europe begin to gain and regain its confidence. The reason why when the general, when the Secretary of State asked me if I'd send another 12,000 troops along. Yes, Kimberly. What does he mean helping Europe regain their confidence? What the hell does that mean? I don't know. I, I didn't understand it either. I just thought he was just mumbling. What does that mean? Any ideas? I, I, I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what that means because our troops are just there to, in Poland to help, you know, refuge with refugees and stuff. We're not fighting in the with in in Ukraine. So we're not help, technically helping Ukraine. We're helping refugees. And then we're going to help Europe. I don't know what that means. I think part of this is just this big push for them to make Ukraine part of NATO. I, re I really feel like this is the whole the whole end game is that they're trying to make NATO the now the new thing in all of Europe, not just Western Europe, but now Eastern Europe. No, well, Finland uh, wants is, in. Oh. They just pat they did a vote or something. They wanted NATO bad, so they're pushing to get in. So, I don't know, weird. All right, we they got, can have it. We, we got a minute 22 left. A minute 22 left. Let's see if we can get through this. Oh, God. I said, yeah, from the United States. We got 100,000 American forces here in Europe. We haven't had that in a long, long time because we are the organizing principle for the rest of the world. And I said, we've sent the best, the best available of America, and that's all of you, women and men. I'm here. I came for one simple. What, what is the deal with doing it in reverse, women and man, instead of man and woman, which has been since millennial, but now it's woman That's and man? That's just intentional. Is that, yeah, is that, is that, I, is that wanna, more woke crap? Yes, just one of yeah, the, yeah. Because now women why, have to be more important. Yeah. Wait, um, wait. What, we don't why, know what they are, since though. Since when are we the organizing, since when are we the organizing principle for the rest of the world? Uh, since the neocons got back in charge. I mean, and they had good. to fire up that military complex. Yeah, get the military complex going. Got to make a bunch of grit. Yeah, they had to get you know, more money going, yeah. Joe, uh, Joe Biden's son Hunter's spitting out babies. I mean, God knows how many kids that guy's has. So Joe Biden's got a grift for all of them now. So, uh, you know, they got to get that. They got to get back to the old days when they were just all making their billions. Basic reason, not a joke. Well, it's not like Jill needs a lot of money you. for clothes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Under you one for minute. Your service. Thank you for who you are. Really? And thank you for your, what you're doing. And, uh, Give him the as, hook. Uh, as my grandfather would say, every time I walked out of his house, he yelled, Joey, and Scranton said, keep the faith. My grandmother would yell, all kids serious. She'd yell, no, spread it. You're spreading the faith. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless you all and keep you safe. Make yeah, I like this better.
Okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do a little palate cleanse. You know how like when you sample wine or you sample foods, you gotta have like something in between to cleanse the palate. So so we're just gonna cleanse the palate a little bit. We're gonna go back to a day when we had a president who could actually entertain. What would you say if I told you about one a study in which this was called the um, the uh, demography of happiness? And in this study, the government found out that uh, young people are happier than old people. <laughs> And uh, they found out that people that earn more are happier than people that earn less. And they found out that well people are happier than six people. That's good. Uh, this was $249,000 to find out it's better to be rich, young, and healthy than old, poor, and sick. <laughs> I miss that man. I miss I got one more. Days. Do you want to do one more? I got one more. He talks about balancing the budget. Please. I miss, I miss Reagan. Agree with I, others. We need this. When they when they give me a when they give me a choice between a fifty three billion dollar deficit in the budget and an eighty billion dollar deficit, when budget deficits are what's causing inflation, I don't see that there's any room to be on either side of that argument. Yeah, I think the million. answer to curing inflation is a balanced budget. Now, how do you do that? I mean, it's not, how do you balance the budget? Well, balancing the budget is like protecting your You don't your spend more than you take in, right? Yeah, it's like protecting your virtue. You have to learn to say no. <laughs> okay, that was can awesome. I just point out that Ronald Reagan legitimately had Alzheimer's? Yes. And look at him now. And look at Joe Biden. But we're expected to believe that he is completely has full full use of his faculties and is not... No. You know, unfit in any way. Yeah, it's insane. I, I got. I, I am. Yeah. I, watching that whole. Okay, so now watching that whole speech that he just did to the 82nd Airborne. Did that inspire confidence in anybody? Does that install fear in any of our enemies? That's no. supposed to be our commander in chief, and it, he didn't even inspire um, insp anything in our own troops. Never mind the rest of the country, rest of the country or the world. That was horrifying. Horrifying. And he that was further, probably the best he, he could do. He further emboldened our enemies, is what he did. Right. Uh, as that mm -hmm. went public, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the uh, how how many people were there for that event. Do we know what the audience was? I don't know, but not not much. Yeah. Four rows of military people that were forced to be there. That yeah. we saw. I mean, I mean, if, I mean. That was pathetic. I, I can't even explain there, how or describe how that how awful of a performance that was at a time when he needed to rise to the occasion and he just bombed. Right. Absolutely. And and you know if if there was a large crowd there, they would have had the camera in a way to document that. They put that absolutely. camera in the best direction they possibly could. And no audience. And it was horrible. I mean, because just, the audience was falling asleep. So not only that, think about this. So our, our enemies are watching this. And not only is he what he is, what Biden is, he, whatever you want to call it. Our military's response to him says, sends signals, is, is a huge red flag, is a, mm -hmm. or, or a huge green flag for our enemies to move forward. Because our military is not behind him. When you walk into a stadium and the whole place goes berserk for you, that makes, and it's, it's the soldier, Army-Navy game, it's, it's the military, that makes our enemies go, shit, these people will do what their leader says. What we just watched, yeah. there, there's no guarantee that these soldiers are going to do whatever the leader says, especially if it's something crazy and over the top. They probably would for Trump, but they won't for Biden. So, our, so China's probably looking at Taiwan going, huh, your days are numbered, people. Yeah, yeah, it looks a little nice piece of property they got there. Be a shame if it became Chinese, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so we. Brett, Brett ahead, I got to tell you, there's, there's a Reagan joke that, that he uh, told during the Cold War. I don't know, remember what year it was, but it was, a, it was an American dog, a Polish dog, and a Russian dog are all uh, conversing. And the American dog says, you know, if I'm hungry, I can bark and bark and bark and, 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 you know, my master will give me food. 
And the Polish dog looks at the American dog and he goes, he goes, food? What's food? And then the Russian dog looks at the Polish dog and the American dog and the Russian dog says, what's bark? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to talk. Because you're not allowed to talk. <laughs> you're not allowed to have an opinion. If he was, if he barked, he was dead, right? So uh, anyway, that was another oh, Reaganism God. from uh, okay. like okay. I don't know. My, my favorite something. Reaganism was when the balloon popped at, when he was speaking, mm. and he uh-huh. just leaned over to the mic and went, "You missed, missed me, <laughs> missed me," and kept on going. <laughs> oh, a, and that was after he, got he shot. kept talking. Yeah, and that's that was got by shot. far my favorite moment. Yeah, I, I, I love that moment. I bet you there were Secret Service agents that pooped a little when that balloon popped. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, because that was not long after he got shot and was back out in public. Missed me. That was awesome. All right. So what we just watched was not awe-inspiring at all. And then I run across this little report. Russia should be kicked out of the G20, Biden says in Brussels. Hmm. Does Russia even care? Number one. Number two. (laughs) These are my couple questions I have on this, and we'll go around the horn. Number one, does Russia even care? Russia seems to be doing what they're doing. Number two, we keep alienating Russia on every level, and they're forming their own economy with, between them, India, and China with their own financing now. Russia's now said that anybody that's buying oil from them has to pay in rubles, which will fortify their dollar or their, their money, their monetary system. Bottom line, so we have Russia. This, we watch this. Russia laughs. Russia doesn't care about getting kicked out of G20, and they're forming – a, a an alliance and a whole separate economy that's completely devoid or detached from anything we have. So in the future, our, our sanctions, our financial sanctions won't even affect anything. The only thing that will affect is if one of their oligarchs, you know, takes their billion-dollar yacht into the open waters and we confiscate it. That's about the only effect we're going to have on them. So those are kind of my questions about that. Uh, we'll go around the horn. Uh, Kimberly, since you seem the most excited to talk, we'll start with you. Um, I just... I think it's really strange that they're being going so hardcore on on Russia with sanctions. And I don't know if you saw today, they admitted that the sanctions do nothing to deter Russia, even though they've been saying, yes, they'll deter. Today they admitted. um, And this was after what a couple of days ago or yesterday, Biden said there was going to be a food shortage and uh, Balsaki, I mean, Jen Psaki had to, um, Massage that. Clarify today. There's not going to be there's not going to be a food shortage in the United States. It's going to be in other parts of the world. So, so they're doing all these sanctions. They know it doesn't do anything to stop Russia from trying to t- take certain property or areas in the Ukraine, but they're going to make people suffer and starve in the meantime. And we will experience issues here. We're already going to have fertilizer issue issue problems. We're already having those problems. So. Again, stock up, people. Um, so I, I just, there's got to be a method to the madness because what's really happening isn't what's really happening. Do you right. know what I mean? There's yep. there's something going on behind the scenes that we all don't know quite yet and might never know, but there's definitely something going on because all the things they're doing don't really make any sense. Yeah, I think you. I think you're onto something there. But the reality is, I think Alex Jones knows what's going on. We just have to listen to him because he keeps coming up right. Uh, Trish, uh, you want to pontificate? I listen. Putin doesn't give two shits what Joe Biden says. Putin doesn't care what the G20 says. Putin could. I, the thing that cracks me up the most is that Biden really thinks that Putin does care. That's what kills me. Like, he's so out of touch that he doesn't even, he has no clue that Putin's just sitting in the background going, whatever. Okay, (laughs) keep keep talking, old man. And the thing that really cracks me up the most is, like, the more that I look into what's going on in the Ukraine-Russia situation right now, the more bizarre it gets. Like, I was watching interviews with Ukrainians where they were talking about how the Ukrainian government was bombing the Ukrainian rebel forces that were supporting Russia. So the Ukrainians are killing the Ukrainians and then saying, oh, look at all these losses we're getting. Well, yes, because you're killing your own people and then you're trying to blame it on Russia to make them look bad. Like, And it's not like I'm pro-Putin. I'm just saying there's a whole lot going on in this story that is not being sent out to the world 
And it's all being framed as Putin is the bad guy, Putin is the bad guy, Putin is the bad guy. And it's like, wait a minute, number one, we had all those biological labs there. We're the bad guy. Number two, uh, they need to keep Zelensky in power because he's the guy who's been laundering all their dirty money. Yep. And number three, we need to fire up that war machine again because we just left everything in Afghanistan. So now we got to fire it back up again so we can make more stuff so that, you know, all the, so that, you know, Northrop Gunham can make a, you know, a gajillion dollars. And bribe the politicians. JR thoughts? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. JR thoughts? Yeah, I, I certainly agree with everything that was just said. Uh, there is a lot of dynamics to this. Um, you know, we sat here and just watched, watched Biden make an absolute fool of himself. If, if we were looking at it, you know, uh, you know with, uh, with clear eyes and thought that this is all what it is being portrayed to be, then you'd say Biden just basically emboldened, you know, our adversaries to keep doing what they're doing and to probably promote more. But but as Trish just said, you know, the same media that basically lied to us for the last five years is all of a sudden telling us the truth that Ukraine is our darling and Putin bad. You know, it it it, it got does at a minimum have to give you some pause here <laughs> to think, okay. Is it is it possible there's something more going on? And then when the there's no labs in, I mean, what was it? Maybe eight days ago, nine days ago, Saki spent half of her day denying that we had any bio labs yep. in Ukraine, and within literally 24 hours, that got blown out of the sky because all the information came out that showed that we actually did, and, and how you know. Uh, controversial that is and how at odds with with world policy that was supposed to govern this kind of stuff so i mean there is a lot going on maybe we'll never know i don't know maybe we'll know in 20 years but there is something else uh some other dynamic going on here and lives are being lost to fulfill that goal yep it's all about and the ukraine I'm, and the corruption there it's all about the ukraine i mean you yeah, Ukraine comes across as being lily white here and Russia bad. And certainly Ukraine may be better than Russia, but I mean slightly. I mean, it, it is it has been a corrupt country. And I'm not, I mean, I told it on a previous show. I mean, I know from my parents, people that have lost lives in Ukraine, you know, secondhand stories that have happened. So it, it's horrific what's happening and, and we should not minimize that. But there's a bigger story here that we do not know. And that's the ugliness of this. And Biden can't even pretend to be the commander in chief, leading our troops, making them feel there's a mission worth being involved in to whatever extent that is. Whether, you know, all of a sudden listening to that speech, it sounds like we're going to have boots on the ground <laughs> when, yeah, when that's, you know, I mean, uh, if he brought his vice president over, she probably would have said that too. So I, I mean, it, you know, it's it's the kids are running the country here, and it's hard to even grasp what direction we should be heading and what direction we should be listening to because none of it makes sense. It none. seems like a puppet show, a puppet show, and time will tell um, what this is really all about. In the meantime. You know, we should be supporting Ukraine, in my view, and try to end this thing and cut Putin off because he's got he's got those waiting in the wings watching that are certainly more emboldened than they were a month ago, uh, based on how we've handled it. Yeah, Pathetic. well, I I just know that the Ukraine it's all about the Ukraine because not only were our were our leaders making money over there and grifting in our deep state and our me I mean when. If you've listened to, because I do books on audio while I'm working, the amount of books I've listened to that have been written over the last seven years about the corruption in D.C. and how it spirals out. And if you take the time to watch Glenn Beck's uh, specials on the Ukraine and his chalkboard uh, school lessons, I call them, uh, it all makes sense. It all ties together. It's just complicated. But there are our, our leaders are doing it and our people in our country are doing it in the deep state. The European leaders and deep staters are doing it. China's in it. Russia's in it. Everybody's in it. And they're all making billions over in the Ukraine doing corrupt stuff. And they don't. Trump was the first person to come along and go, well, what's going on over there? 
And then, oh, no, don't look over here. No, no, you can't see. And he went for it. And he wanted to know. And because they were, and that's why they had to get rid of him. The Ukraine is just a, a, a cauldron of corruption and pus of our of the world's political elites mm-hmm. getting rich over there and it's crazy. Now this whole this whole thing with Ukraine lily white innocent good Russia bad 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 and I, I was like what there's a reason for that. What is that? Why is that? How come? Well, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole on Larry Fink from uh from uh, BlackRock cuz he said some stuff about COVID that lined up with uh uh uh, uh Schwab, Charles Schwab whatever the hell his name is. Um and then I ended up, I found this on BlackRock, Larry Fink, and it makes so much sense why they're hating on Russia. Larry Fink, who oversees $10 trillion, says the Russian-Ukraine war is ending globalization. And if you take the time to go down into the story and read this story, um, he talks about how the world order has been on this march. This globalization world order has been on this march for a lot, many years, a couple decades, and it's now getting screwed up by Putin invading the Ukraine because it's going to expose all the craziness, which it is exposing a lot of the craziness, and a lot of people are waking up. Enough people are waking up that's causing the people like Larry Fink heartburn. And I think that's why all of a sudden Putin has become persona non grata with the world and why China is going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, notice how quiet China's being lately? They've shut up. And the reason that China's being quiet is I ran across this article. Uh, China is seeing an unprecedented, cap, uh, an unprecedented capital outflow since the war in the Ukraine started. And when you get down in here and you, re- you read some of the comments or the, 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 the data in here. Now, again, you know, it's Yahoo Finance. God knows if they're lying to us or they're not. I mean, I don't believe anything these people say anymore. But, but, there's, but what Yahoo is saying here is that investors are pulling out of China and putting their money elsewhere and China has not seen that ever where the money has reversed and gone out and it's because people are looking apparently these investors are looking at China in a whole new light and they're not quite sure what to do with the authoritarian dictatorial dictatorial way that China runs and Russia coming in and this whole war happening and then the the one world order like the Larry Finks and the Charles Schwabs and the Devos groups all freaking out and Russia screwing everything up and all the crap is coming out and the regulars us what do they call us? A non, non, non uh, NPCs, non-playable characters. Like we're just the dumb people, just yeah. doing what we're told to do. We're just the tools, the peasants in the field. We're starting to see what the hell's going on. The curtain's been pulled back a little bit, uh, you know, uh, Wizard of Oz style, and it's totally screwing everything up because Russia invaded Ukraine. But is it? But is know. it? Because the the people that have been responsible, the ones that you know, the the billionaires and the international bankers who have been running the puppet show for all these years, um, they usually play both sides in any war. They're True. you know they they were responsible for World War One. They were in, involved in Vietnam. This could play right into everybody's playbook. So we might think what you're you're saying, but I just don't ever think anything happens without a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And I, and I believe that everything in politics is intentional. Um, so that's why I think there's bigger, st- because all of a sudden, why would they go 24 seven COVID, you're gonna die to the next very next day, 24 seven Ukraine. And oh my God, you have to have a Ukrainian flag and you have to support Ukraine and let's go World War Three. Right, like I have it was a- planned. I have a, a tweet. I'm going to dig it out. Uh, uh, Kimberly, you got, or uh, Trish, you got something to pontificate on, what I just articulated out? Well, I, I was just, as you guys were talking, I was just thinking about the Pandora Papers. And all I could think about was that the Ukraine was the number one spot for politicians who had their money invested in offshore accounts. And I mean, so how much is, of this is us trying to protect the people who have been laundering all the money? How, how much how much of this really is about Russia or is it about, no, we got to protect the Ukraine at all costs because if their secrets get out, then our secrets get out. So that's right. all I was thinking about. Okay, so speaking, going back to the COVID thing, which uh, which which uh, Kimberly just brought up, uh, actually, before I'm a dick and I cut JR off. JR, do you have anything to say? You want to I, to I was just going to qu- quickly say, say look, what, look what's happened in uh, Russia to the ruble, uh, and then you wonder why capital is outflowing you know, from, from China. I mean, the, the joke was, what's the difference between a ruble and a dollar? 
you know, the answer is a dollar. You know, <laughs> that that that's how bad the the ruble heads tumbled. So what do you think is going to happen if if the emboldened Chinese go after Taiwan? You think there's not going to be sanctions and things against Russia? So I would get ahead of that curve if I had a lot of capital investment in China, because you're certainly, um, you know, the, the shorts will go hard on that because that's what's exactly going to happen. I mean, we right. will have to have similar type activities, whether it's the same degree, because, you know, China's obviously an economy that's, you know, two and a half times the size of Russia's, but similar things would happen and that would be a positive play to take. So I, if, if I had a lot of investment in China, I'd do the same thing. So that's that's my only financial point. So so at the end of the day, Russia and um, and uh, and China and, and whatnot, um, uh, whatnot, um, end of the day, whatnot. What's the other crutch phrase? I need what to not? say. No, no, there's more. What I, not? JD what says not? there's three but two new buttons. He needs. So we got a what not button. I'm we pretty sure it's going to be an end button. of the day button. And then there might be he said there's a third button. But what else did I say? That was a crutch phrase. So I'm trying to figure it out. But anyway, back to seriousness. So China seeing what's happening in Russia, which JR just articulated out. Oh, it's probably articulated. He's probably going to make it because I said articulated a lot tonight. Um, uh, so China seeing what's happened with Russia for what JVR, JR just said. So China's now, you know, what? we need to set up our own economy, which is this new credit card system, in, which is called the, the Yun or something like that. They have a, which is completely off of the Western credit card systems. So it's and it's China, India, and Russia, and they're setting that up now. And yep. Russia said you got to buy oil in rubles now. And China's trying to buy oil with the 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 yuan or the what's their currency? The what's the Chinese? Yeah, currency? I think it's yuan. Yeah, the yuan. Yeah, the so yeah. they're trying to buy oil with their currency with the yuan, and and they're basically literally trying to divorce themselves from anything Western, so that when China finally does invade Taiwan, and we go, oh, you're off the swift. The SWIFT network, which is all the interbanking stuff. Oh, we're going to sanction you on this. Oh, we're going to—they're going to go. We don't care. We don't use any of your stuff. And maybe that's what China is working on now. Before that's why they're being quiet. Hey, don't look. Keep looking over there while we set all this stuff up. And you don't—it's a classic Trump move. Remember, Trump would do a, a crazy-ass tweet, and the press would go crazy way over in left field, while over in right field he was getting some stuff through and changing some border stuff. And they didn't even report on that. They were over here on this crazy-ass tweet tweet hole rabbit hole. He sent it, he sent them down. Um, but circling all the way back to what Kimberly said about COVID, and uh, the 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 people that run the world. Which, quite honestly, is um, the Black Rocks of the world, State Street of the world. Um, all those people have all that. So anyway, um, so the Black Rock CEO, Larry Fink, says he believes in forcing behaviors. Now, I watched this video. It's even crazier when you watch the video. Forcing behaviors. Behaviors are, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we are asking companies. You have to force behaviors. And at Black Rock, we are forcing behaviors. This is a company that has $10 trillion under investment. This guy controls $10 trillion of investing. He can bankrupt medium-sized countries if he wants to. And then we have uh, Jacob Rothschild. Rothschild. Mm. COVID is obedience training. For the New World Order, we needed a much deeper and permanent compliance. If the overwhelming majority of people give in and allow you to inject them with a substance that any free-thinking person like yourself would reject and refuse without even knowing what the substances are, but trusting their governments and our media networks, then that is surely the most important victory our structure can hope for. And he's talking about the Oof. one world order. That's a Rothschild right there. Jacob Rothschild, mm -hmm. Larry Fink, two of the movers and shakers on the world stage level that control the world. That's what they're saying. This is, they are literally telling us what they're doing the Rothschild have been, had been involved in this since the very beginning right. so it's gone back for decades in his family and they just keep passing Centur down the centuries um, centuries mm -hmm. um I forget what I was gonna say now oh uh Kimberly you want to comment on any of that <laughs> I can't you mean Trish? What I was gonna say Kimberly forgot what she was going to say. Would you like me to comment? I'm trying to look up that. I want to look. I'm trying to look that up so I can verify, so I can share that. Share what? 
that that picture you showed about well Rothschild well, said because this is what we've all been saying right all along we've been saying this yeah right well, this has this has to be right because it's in a meme form so if it's in a meme form it's accurate <laughs> isn't that the way it works did I miss something that's the way it works if it's in a meme it's factual so we move forward of course anyway. well this isn't Twitter yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they're literally telling us what to do. I know. I I know for a fact that uh, Larry Fink said that because I watched the video. I watched the words come out of his mouth at some at some function. I'm just. Uh, I did see that one too. Yeah, I did see the Larry Fink video. Yeah, the this Rothschild thing. Yeah. Um, I've seen on a few websites that are, you know, they're not ABC, NBC, CBS, but they're independent websites that seem to be pretty, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, trustworthy. Anyway. So, you know, that's pretty much all I have content-wise. Um, do you guys want to talk about anything else? Oh, you know what? I got one more thing. Just to remind people, these three American men have invaded nine countries in 23 years, killed 11 million civilians, and no one calls them war criminals. They've killed 11 million civilians, all three of these men right here. Democrats and Republicans, they're all, they all love war. The neocons and the libcons. And who knew there were going to be libcons? Anyways, I just thought I would share that. Um, but anyway... Uh, going around the horn, Kimberly, any last thoughts on tonight? Joe Biden, our illustrious leader. Prepare. Prepare. That's exactly. all I got to say. Prepare yeah. because they are hell bent on destruction. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this over the years anyway, but they are, they know that they have to try to do their final phase before November, um, unless they steal elections again. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but um, they are just, they are doing everything they can to destroy every, this country. Yeah. We're the last, the, the, the new world order can't happen until they destroy us. That's true. Which they've done pretty good job at so far. Um, but, and the COVID obedience was a perfect example of how stupid Americans are and they'll just go, do whatever you say. Whatever you say, Mr. Government Man, I'll just do whatever you say. Yeah. Trish, thoughts? Any last thoughts as we roll out of here? Yeah. I know. Kimberly, you just need to say, Kimberly, that, that that group of people who are always like that, government, it's the daddy is the government. Govern me harder, daddy. That's exactly what they're saying. Like, it's just, it's true. I'm sorry, but it is. Like, it's from a paycheck, like, they all want universal basic income, which is just ridiculous in itself. And they want free health care and they want to get paid $50 an hour to go flip burgers at McDonald's. And, and they'll take any drug you give them and put it in their arm without knowing the side effects, without having any information, because the government told them it was safe. It's safe. I mean, I really feel like I never thought that Rowdy Roddy Piper would be in a movie that would be like so oh my God, paralleling yeah. our they current live. situation. No, a like, it's literally I'm just like taking down my glasses and be like. Wait, they, oh, live. Wait, it's they, they live. It's yeah, they live. Yeah, they live. It's worth yeah, watching. I just people. watched it for the first time this summer. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, mm -hmm. It's amazing. Oh, they it's, live. I, I never thought that Rowdy Roddy Piper would be like yeah. in a movie that would be so right? accurate about what's happening right now. Time travel. Jr. Any last thoughts? Oh boy. Well, the Nature Boy, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll just say this. I mean, there is so many elements in play right now that. You know, really at 100,000 feet, that, that Rothschild quote and uh, the BlackRock guy, they, I mean, those things are very, very telling about uh, seemingly the direction that current events, um, why they have happened the way they have happened. And then if you overlay that on things that you're projecting to still uh, occur, it really gives you pause to think that we really should be preparing. Now, there are a lot of patriots out there as well. And I'm just going to say this. I mean, you probably saw the stuff coming out of Wisconsin this week. Um, things like, you know, they're still still trying to look at uh, election issues. And the things that they're coming up with are now making the public square. So it, it gives me some encouragement that, you know, I, I'm not putting up the white flag yet. I'm not. I, I really think that, that that the sleeping bear has been kicked here pretty hard. And I, I still think they're going to underestimate the American people. I really do. And I and I think, 
you know, the other the other quick thing we didn't touch on it yet, but do you see tr Trump is uh, taking uh, the judicial action here himself? And Durham did his facts, and nobody's going to do anything. So guess what? He's taking them to court, and he's going to make it in the public square because he's suing these folks. So there's still things that are happening here that are going to try to put some uh, um, visibility on what is really going on. And God bless Trump. He's part of the solution here, and we'll see what happens. But uh, uh, there's no question people are emboldened right now. Our enemies are feeling like this is their time. And at the same time, we, we've, we've got to protect our own. And, and you're certainly stupid if you don't prepare yourself. Um, but I think we have a lot of patriots that are shedding light on the current situation. And this show is one of them. And uh, I hope we keep doing it and keep educating folks so that they truly know what is going on in our world and that uh, they can be part of the solution as well. Yeah, I, I pray that you're right, and I pray that Trump is, uh, I mean, he was the right guy at the right time in 2016. Hopefully, he's still the right guy right now to shake things up and make things move in the right way. I, it's funny, I literally just sent, I, I just got a delivery of three more buckets of uh, of uh, safe and ready food, long life food. I sent JV a photo of it. Ah, fresh delivery, three more buckets. He sends back, you're crazy. You know, I may be a nut, but I'm going to be one prepared nut, that's for sure. All right, uh, usual thing, smash like buttons if you're in Gitter. Hit that heart, please. It helps our videos. If you're over on Rumble, please smash the Rumble button. That does help our videos. And, uh, you know, subscribe, cross-platform subscribe, because uh, tonight Foxhole didn't launch for some reason. Um, so uh, I'm going to have to replay the show for Foxhole later tonight, so at least it's there for them if they choose to watch it at a later date. Uh, other than that, uh, I'm, we're pretty confident JV's going to be back next Monday. Um, we're hoping over the weekend he turns that corner and uh, he'll be back on uh, on Monday. But uh, until then, everybody, um, we're gonna go out with a little Reagan. Uh, the last, uh, the last, uh, article, right. uh, the last clip I have of him, which again was pretty funny. And we'll have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. The Office of Management and Budget in Washington, that's responsible for the budget, putting up, putting the budget together, cannot even tell you how many boards, commissions, agencies, bureaus, and departments there are in the federal government. But all of them can pass regulations, and those regulations have the force of law. And the difference is, when you break the law, you're innocent until proven guilty. When you break a regulation, the fellow that charges you with breaking the regulation, you're guilty. Right. And if you want to take him to court and prove you're innocent, that's up to you.